240-587-3186. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance's Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. Good news, good news, good news, good news. I finally signed up for the pole dancing class. So my first pole dancing class ever will be on Saturday. I am going to vlog the process. It'll be a part of my April month vlog. I think that'll be the first time I'm like out of the house in that vlog. <laughs> so um, y'all make sure you're subscribed to Black Mocha on YouTube so y'all can see my month vlog. Super excited. I don't know what that's going to look like. Y'all know how these go. We do the word association. We do the uh, advice column submissions. We do the list, get deep cards. So y'all know the full itinerary. Before we get into that, I was going to talk about something else, but reality TV. Y'all know I'm a little bit of a reality TV fiend. Basketball Wives is on the way. They announced that it's coming in May. Super excited. Malaysia's still in it. Jackie Christie's still in it. I really only watch basketball, basketball Wives for Jackie Christie. I was fucking with OG, but I see OG did not return. So that's okay. But I'm looking forward to seeing Jackie doing her crazy shit. Jackie makes the show, so shout out to Jackie. Jackie is like the Nene Leaks of Basketball Wives LA. Anyways, looking forward to that. Um, okay. I'm thinking of having a new segment because I'm always talking to y'all about shit that I've seen on Twitter. So I'm like, all right, new segment alert idea, kind of, sort of. Bitch, did you see that tweet? That's what I'm thinking about calling it. Bitch, did you see that motherfucking tweet? On Twitter about DJ Envy and his wife talking about, uh, I guess, their sexual experience. It's just a small snippet. I'm not going to play the snippet because I don't know if I'm allowed to be doing that. Anyways, <clears throat> y'all can check out my Twitter at Black Mocha. I already retweeted it. It's there. Uh, they're basically talking about their sex life and how DJ Envy's wife was faking orgasms. Now, that's besides the point. A lot of people were quote retweeting it and they were like, Oh, why do men let their women get on public platforms to talk about this shit? Let's talk about sex real quick. Because I think that it is a healthy conversation to have. Okay, first of all, let me be clear. I probably, I don't know if I would get on my platforms to talk about my sexual experiences, but I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing that y'all have had a rough patch in sex. Everybody likes to paint this picture like everybody's putting it down. First of all, let's talk about this. If his girl, if DJ Envy and his girl were sitting down talking about the sex life is great, yada, 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 nobody would say that this is too much information. Everybody likes to create the idea that sex is just great. Bedroom, like everybody's having a great time in the bedroom. Everybody's sex life is great. But the reality of it is, shit don't be going right in the bedroom. When y'all think about sex for real, for real, everybody's teaching themselves how to get it down. Like there's no course on how to fuck. There's no, you literally just watch porn. You get, you have your couple of, bit of your couple experiences and you learn things along the way. But there are a lot of people that go unsatisfied in sex. And these are the talks that I think are worth having because it creates, it, it, it makes it a lot more normal to struggle in the bedroom. I think struggling in the bedroom or not necessarily hitting that orgasm every time is something that people are afraid to speak on because it's embarrassing because why would you share all that information publicly? But nobody cries about the people that are talking about, oh, they were wet as fuck last night, or oh, he beat it up last night, or oh, she ate it out last night, or whatever the fuck it is. Nobody complains about those people that talk about their great sexual experiences. But when you start talking about your negative sexual experiences, it's like, oh my God, you shouldn't share that. Let's just normalize talking about, I, I pause a little bit because I'm like, I fucking hate when people say let's normalize. But the reality of it is, I think it should be normal to get on your platform to talk about you had bad sex today, you had good sex today. I think it should, it should, it should just be normal. I think um, growing up, I had a very unrealistic expectation of sex I thought everybody was just fucking the same I also didn't realize that 
Like for the longest time, I thought uh, I couldn't orgasm because I wasn't getting orgasms. And nobody was talking about the fact that at the time I was having a lot of like heterosexual sex, right? So nobody was talking about the fact that not everybody gets an orgasm, but that it's not a long or that it doesn't last long. You know what I'm saying? All the negative shit that I was experiencing, I thought was just a result of me not understanding that it had nothing to do with me. It had a lot to do with my partner. I, there, nobody's just teaching anybody how to have effective sex. And I don't think there's a problem with talking about the sexual struggles and bringing to light that not everybody's bedroom experience is a cup of tea. And that I think it takes trial and error in the bedroom to get to where you got to get to. And um, as I was watching that video and I was just seeing all the things that people were saying, I remember I was in a com- having a conversation with my friend and she was like, I'm tired of fucking this guy. The sex isn't good. And to me, it's like, okay. So she, she's just complaining. I'm like, okay, are you talking to him about the issues that y'all are having in the bedroom? She's like, no, why would I do that? He needs to just know. And to me, it's like, no, your partner doesn't need to just know. I mean, you would hope that they know, but at the same time, they can only feel what they can feel. So you have to communicate to them, especially if we're, if, if women are lying about their orgasms, like I don't do that. I guess I used to when I was doing it with guys, but now in the relationship that I'm in, well, I don't have to fake them, but (laughs) I am very honest in my sex life. And I think it's important that that's what people do, especially if you're trying to have a healthy sexual relationship. I ain't no sex expert. I don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? I just learned from trial and error. I learned from what I hear and implementing it into my sex life. But I just think these discussions with your partner are necessary. Like I wouldn't just take the, Oh, I'm having bad sex and just deal with it. You need to be talking to your partner and figuring out how you can get from a mediocre sex life to a good sex life. Cause I don't even know if I really believe in like sexual compatibility. I think you can really teach each other how to get to a point of good sex. When you think about virgins, like if two virgins get together, the sex may not be that great, but over time they'll learn to make it better. You know what I'm saying? Cause I wouldn't run for, that's why when I had that one advice comms submission and they were talking about how one person didn't want to have sex all the time, he wanted to break up with them. And I was like, I don't think I would break up with someone over sex. I understand sex drives are different. That's not even really the discussion, but that's a discussion to have too. Like you can get with somebody, your sex drive can be a lot higher or a lot lower than them. And <clears throat> I just think that these are things we're talking about. Um, yeah, I don't have no real solution. It's just like normalize having discussions with your partner about whether or not the sex is good, whether or not it's bad, what can be improved. Communication is so important. And I think it goes beyond just, oh, I feel this way or, oh, you did this to me. Like, talk about that sex. You know, when I was younger, I remember, I think I was in like third grade. I had uttered out of my mouth. I want to be a sex therapist. I don't know why I said that. Definitely am not going to be nobody's sex therapist. Don't have any interest in it. But I did realize at that point, why did I say that? I think I had, I used to watch a lot of talk shows. And so it had let me know that there were issues in the bedroom. So I was like, oh, that seems interesting. I guess that was a lot. Maybe I wasn't in third grade. Maybe I was in like fifth or sixth grade. Regardless, sex therapists do exist. If you're struggling, look into sex therapy. There's a lot of therapy for a lot of shit. This episode isn't about therapy or sex. I just wanted to talk about that real briefly before we get into the word association. So bitch, did you see that tweet? Y'all check that tweet out. Okay. We're going to get into word association. I keep looking over because I'm looking at my dog. I'm trying to think, do I let that boy out or do I just let him make his noise? Let's run a brief intermission so I can let him out and do whatever. We'll come back. We'll get straight into the car game. I mean, excuse me, we'll get straight into word association and then we'll get to everything else. Okay, run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. 
All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we are back. See, I did y'all one better. I made sure I had the let's get deep cards ready. I made sure I had the the bowl ready and the advice call submission ready. So sh we shouldn't have to do any more um, brief intermissions. Okay, let's get started. Digging into our bowl of words, word association. If you're new here, we pick out some words. This bowl is full of different topics, one-worded topics, one to two-word topics. Pick them out. I read y'all the words, and I give y'all my thoughts on that topic. Sooner or later, y'all just going to have to get with the program and just know that that's what it is. Ooh, rose in friendship. I like to think that I'm like the mom of the friend group. I am, especially now, I think at a point in time, I didn't really assume the mom role. The mom role, I think at a point in time, I used to be like the party friend. Like, let's just go out. Let's have a good time. I don't care. I don't care. You know, now I'm very like headstrong. I'm always making sure like everyone is good. Um, whenever I go, like, if it's me and Brianna and we're going somewhere, I'm always very P's and Q's about everything. Like I'm making sure she's beside me and making sure she doesn't get lost. If I see her put her phone down somewhere, I'm quick to grab it and put it in my purse. Like I'm the friend that's always checking for my friends. If you ain't got something, I got you. If I invite you to have a good time and you ain't got it, I got you. Like I'm very big on making sure everybody feels included. Even for pole dancing, I wanted to do it myself, but I just let my friends know, hey, I'm doing this. Please feel free if y'all want to come. Y'all can. I don't care if y'all come. I'm still going. But just I'm all about inclusion in friend groups and just making sure people feel like they don't feel left out of things, you know? Uh, it also makes you think about there was a point in time where if I would see somebody like overly drunk and people would be like, where's their friends? I'll be like, why is everybody asking where's their friends at? Like you have to take responsibility for your own actions. But the reality of it is I would never let my friend be pissy drunk, falling all over the place, doing some dumb shit. Like if you drunk, I'm the person that's like, all right, it's time to go. Like I, you don't even need to ask me as soon as I peep some shit and they ain't added up. I'm ready to call the Uber. I will never let my friend just look dumb, feel dumb and not feel safe either. Um, <laughs> I remember one time I did this real fucked up thing. Me and Brianna, we went to, I told y'all, I love Lil Wayne. Went to a Lil Wayne concert. I don't know if y'all ever been to Echo Stage. Echo Stage, I don't even know if Echo Stage still exists, but it was like a club in D.C. One of them clubs that's like, they do concerts, but it's general admission style concerts. So first come, first serve, and, you know, you just row up like that. So Lil Wayne was performing at Echo Stage. I think I was like senior year of high school. I was super excited for the concert. Like I said, it's general admission. So if you get there first, you can be front row. And I was real big about wanting to be front row for Lil Wayne. Brianna and I went with this one girl. I don't know why we went with the girl. She wasn't really a friend of ours, but she was someone we went with. What I did in this day, I would not do now. But I'm going to tell y'all what I did real fucked up. I'm telling you, there have been times where I've been a fucked up friend. I didn't want to say friend because we weren't friends. We just went with the girl. Okay. Anyways, she's drinking a lot. I think we were all drinking, but I knew to control my liquor. I've always been more of a smoker than a drinker, right? So anyways, the girl's like pissy drunk and she starts throwing up while we're in line. So that was pissing me off because for one, we're underage. We're 18. So you're not supposed to be letting the world know that we're drunk or that you, we drink. And for two, it was just hot. Like, I'm like, okay, if the police come, then we all got to start answering questions. And then I'm going to miss out on this concert. She was so drunk and basically fell the fuck out. And me and Brianna were just like, I cannot. Like, we just left her. That's really fucked up that we just left her. But I can't even defend why we did that. I just wanted to be front row Lil Wayne. Now I would not do that. Like now I am, I would unfortunately miss out on the concert. And to be honest, if it was Brianna that fell out, we would have missed the concert. And if it was me, I know Brianna would have missed the concert. I think just not having any real ties to that girl, we were like, fuck her. But like I said, now, even if, if I go somewhere with you, I'm leaving with you. I've never felt comfortable going somewhere with people and not leaving with them. 
I remember one time in college, I had a college roommate. They did some fucked up shit. This is a whole nother different topic. But they did some fucked up shit where they're like, all right, we're going out. So I'm getting ready to go out. And my roommate and everybody that was going out left. So I'm calling them. I'm texting them. I'm like, where y'all at? I'm ready to meet y'all. And they're like, they go wherever they go. And they tell me on the first day, like making me think I'm coming with them. They're like, okay, we're going here first. And then you can meet us there. Eventually they come out and they're like, oh, well, you can't come with us. And that pissed me off because I'm like, okay, why the fuck y'all ain't just said that from the beginning? Y'all got me thinking I can come with y'all. Anyways, that's besides the point. Later on, some hours later, it's nighttime. I get a call and they're like, can you come meet your roommate? She's drunk to bring her home. I'm thinking to myself, why the fuck would I leave my house, my room to come get y'all? And I couldn't go with y'all. So I didn't go. My roommate comes back and she's like, you know, that was fucked up. And I, me, y'all, I be crying when I'm mad. I be crying when I'm sad. I think I was more irritated than anything. And she's talking to me. And I'm just thinking to myself, it, I think I said to her, like, it just doesn't make sense for me to come get you when y'all left me. And she's like, but you're supposed, we're roommates. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, no. So anyways, in that instance, did what I, what I did was not wrong to this day. If you left me, actually, I'm trying to think to this day, if, if my friend, nah, if you left me, I'm not coming to get you because bitch, you got, got to figure out your own way home. But I wouldn't be with anybody that did that. Anyways, I say all that to say is for the most part. I'm not cool with letting, if I come with you, I leave with you. I'm very protective of whoever I go with because I understand that life isn't safe, especially for women. Like I talked about in the other episode, women get kidnapped, women get raped. A whole lot of shit happens to women. And so I never want to be responsible for my friend getting lost somewhere. I sometimes, and I have done this a lot in the past, like overexert myself to make sure someone is protected and not even caring for my well-being. It's happened so many times. Um, I'm working on it now like that when I talk about boundaries like I'm really big on setting boundaries in my friendships because it is possible to do a lot for someone and it's not even like I'm not receiving the energy back it's just like I was listening to a a live yesterday Ooh, I don't know her Instagram name let me get her Instagram name just so I could put y'all on to her because that was a good gym that she gave me look I told y'all I was prepared and I guess I wasn't prepared all right the real Nana Abba. Okay, so she was talking, the real Nana Abba, that's her Instagram. She was talking on Instagram Live and she was like, one of the things she does whenever it comes to boundaries is before she does something, she asks herself, how will this serve me? And I think that's important to ask yourself because a lot of the times you be doing shit and it's not like you want to do shit in exchange for something, but sometimes you just don't need to overexert yourself. This is a whole nother topic, y'all. But I'd be like, I think that's a great way to think about what it is that you are going to, like, that's a great way to think about what you will do when it comes to overexerting yourself or doing things for people. Is overexerting the word? Yeah, overextending yourself, just doing a lot for people. Um, yeah, so anyways, nowadays I try not to do a lot for people. I think I just take it on to be that protector, but I don't have to be that protector for everybody in every single case, especially, and I think for me that boundary comes into play, especially when you're constantly putting yourself in positions that aren't safe for you and you're calling me to come save you when you know that you can not be in this situation altogether. But all in all, I am the protective friend. I will never leave my friends out dry. I remember one time, um, I remember one time I got a call. Hopefully Brianna don't mind this story. I got a call and uh, they were like, oh, Brianna's turned up. Uh, they wanted to take her home. But you know how you don't know, you know where your friend lives, but you don't know your friend address. So they were texting me off her phone, like, what's her address so we can get her home? I'm like, I do not know that girl address. I could, like, give y'all some direction if y'all call me, but I don't know the girl address. So they were like, can we just drop her off at your house? And I was like, yeah, I don't mind dropping her off at my house. Like, I would rather my friend be safe than my friend be stranded the fuck somewhere. I don't know why we did that at the Lil Wayne concert. That was so fucked up. But the girl got home safe. 
you know. And it was a white girl. It's like if our parents would have came, it would have been the black girls did. I just wasn't even, I just wasn't even going to fuck with that. I, I didn't even need anybody to say the black girls did X, Y, Z. It was just whatever, whatever, whatever. I definitely take care of my friends. I know my friends take care of me. And I'm just a good friend. I think we spent a little bit longer on that than I wanted to. Next topic. Ooh, first of all, I want to know what roles y'all play in y'all friendship. Are y'all the party goer? Are y'all the mom? Are y'all the... Another thing I do is I'm always the one that's like, let's go somewhere. Like, I always plan something for people. My friends, they just be... If if it's not me, that's like, okay, let's go on this trip. Let's go here. Let's go here. Let's go here. Like, I'm I'm big on itineraries. We're like, we're not going on a trip without knowing exactly what we're doing. I'm the one that's like, okay, let's do this. 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 My friends, they don't be doing that. Um... That's just how person I am. I just like to know what's going on, who's going to be there, how it's going to get done. I'm telling you, I'm protective. I'm a mom. This is diversifying your skill set. Let's talk about how this word association game is really helping me level up in the podcasting world. It is allowing me to learn. It's, it's allowing me to be able to talk about so many different things without feeling confined to one thing. And let's talk about confining yourself to one thing. I think that's one of the worst, not one of the worst things. First of all, get good at one thing. Definitely get good at one thing. But I don't believe in limiting yourself to one thing. I really do believe that we are creative beings. And I think that we can do so much. Like that this world is ours to explore and have fun with and to and to excel. And we don't and to excel in and we don't have to excel in just one thing. I'm all about diversifying your skill sets. I'm all about uh, putting yourself in different areas and stepping outside of your comfort zone. I'm all about learning new things. I'm all about getting your feet wet wet in different industries, different arenas, like Enjoy this life that we live. But anyways, let's talk about confining yourself to one thing because I noticed that that was something I was doing with my podcast. When it came to my podcast initially, it started off as me sharing um, things that I was going through. I mean, it's basically what it was now, but it started off as me sharing what I was going through, right? And for one, I was doing a lot of like cutting and editing my podcasts. Uh, I wasn't working on being comfortable with just my delivery. I relied a lot on, okay, I will record this podcast. If there's some shit that I don't like, or if I say some shit, or if I have ums, ahs, pauses, I'm going to cut it up and make it perfect, right? Instead of actually perfecting it, I was just relying on making it perfect in the aftermath and after effects. Okay, so then I started implementing the visual aspect. When I implemented the visual aspect, I kind of uh, fell back from the sharing my truth and sharing my stories and things like that for one I felt like I wasn't going through a lot in my life and I didn't want to recap on the past and then for two I felt like it was too hard for me to speak and articulate my thoughts without there being a lot of ums ahs and pauses right because I hadn't taken the time to perfect it so then I, I went towards the advice column submissions which is something I had always wanted to do and I just felt like it was easier I read off a question and I answer I was I was definitely going towards the easier route for a lot of these things so then it got to a point where I was accepting a lot of the advice column submissions and then the advice column submissions stopped coming in so I was like okay I'm not getting advice column submissions my life is boring I don't have shit to talk about and I don't want to keep editing um the content because it's taken a long time, so I stopped podcasting because I was like, this is just too hard. It's not easy anymore. And then uh, I went towards the fashion stuff, and then my brother was like, "Like, what are you doing? Don't you want to have a, a talk show? And I was like, yeah. And a lot of people were like, don't you want to have a talk show? Don't you want to have your podcast? What's going on? A lot of people kept saying it, and so I decided to come back. I did my one podcast in, like, December where I was like, okay, I'm coming back. And that's when Ashley sat me down, and she was like, okay, we. I, it's just easier to see that you're constantly, like, editing and and you talk about how it's taking a long time why don't you just 
be you and just talk and, and showcase the ums and the ahs and just show that you're a natural person. Right. And so I began to do that. And then I started to, all I'm saying is like, I, y'all, y'all know the process. I'm like trying to run y'all down the process. But the bottom line here is that there was a point in time where I was confining myself to one thing. And every time I confine myself to one thing, I fell into a wreck because it's like, okay, I don't think I can continuously do this. And so I would go after something else and I would neglect the other thing because it's like, okay, at least I can try to do this. And then that thing would stop coming in. And I'm like, okay, I don't think I can continuously do this. Don't limit yourself to one thing because now y'all see the podcast. I'm doing all of those things that I said I wanted to do in one episode. You can, and even if not in one episode, I'm doing all of those things throughout the week. Don't feel like you have to do just one thing with your podcast, with your YouTube, with your life with your career, whatever. I don't know about careers. I ain't gonna talk too much about careers because my career is a very creative career, but just don't feel like this life is meant for you to do one thing. And if if, if that's what you feel like, if that is feeding your soul and that one thing is feeding your soul, so be it, oh, be it. But I would never confine yourself to one thing as a creative. Like feel free to have fun and dibble and dabble in other shit. You know, if you want to do hair today and then tomorrow, makeup is calling you, go do that shit. Get good at all that shit. Get get up whatever is as whatever is satisfying your soul. I'm not telling you to go work on ten things at once, but don't limit yourself to one thing. Let's speak especially for podcasts because uh, I was talking to one of my friends and she's like, I feel like I can't talk about other things, and it's like because she started off talking about I don't even know. I think she named her podcast about. Like, I think the the premise of her podcast was initially about being a black woman and the struggles of a black woman. And now she's like, well, I don't feel like talking about that all the time. Fuck the name of the podcast. Who cares what you named your podcast? Who came, Who cares about what you initially set out to do? Have fun with it and, and explore your different options. Have fun with your podcast. Have fun with the content that you create. Just have fun. Y'all get what I'm saying? I don't know if that made sense. I hope it did make sense. I started talking about the shit that I used to do. And I don't know if it really conveyed a message to you. I hope whoever needed to hear that does with that what they needed to do because it was kind of just coming out of my mouth it was making sense and I'm like I don't know if that's coming out anyways diversify your skill set don't limit yourself to one thing and this is the cool thing too when you try so many different things you get to figure out what really fits you I've done so many things with this podcast and over time I figured out okay this is what is sticking with me you know like as you go looking for things the right thing will find you that's a motherfucking word right there okay next Okay, girls that ditch friends to go be with their man. You know what? I don't really care if you ditch the group to go be with your man. If you want to go be with your man, go be with your man. But I ain't stopping the fun to go drive you to your man. That's one thing I will not do. Okay? Go be with your man. Me, I ain't, I really don't care. Like, I don't... Uh, I'll say this. If it's just me and one person and you're like, okay, I'm leaving to go be, be with my man, I'm like, okay. I guess. <laughs> I'm the type of person that will ride out the fun. Like, if we're having fun... Well, I mean, my girlfriend ain't around, but if she's calling me, I'll let her know, hey, I'm out with my friends. We have our friends. Then I get home and I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to talk. I'll call Ashley. But it's not like me leaving the the fun in this instance, to, in this instant to go be with her. But again, I'll say, I don't really care if that's, if that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. It'll blow me though. If it's just me and one person and you leave me in that moment to go be with your friend, I'll be like, all right, fuck you. But if that's what the fuck your heart is calling you to do, go do that. I just ain't taking you to go be with your man if we having fun. That's one thing I am not doing. Yeah, I don't really care. I feel like people, I've seen like an argument on Twitter and people are like, I don't like when girls do that because when you break up with your man, then you need us. Like, okay, 
I to me it's like all right, I'll, I'll see you when y'all break up. If y'all break up, I mean my hope, my heart is not set on y'all breaking up unless it's really an ancient nigga. Like I not even my heart is set on it. You know, sometimes you just know when something ain't gonna work out. But I'm not thinking about that. Like I really don't care if you wanna. That, that's all I'm saying. I really don't care if you wanna go hang out with your nigga. And if y'all break up and you wanna call me, okay, cool. I guess I get what they're saying because it's like if you keep on leaving me and now all of a sudden you are you've been ditching me like there is balance. OK, I get it. This, this is really what I'm getting to understanding that there is balance, like being able to understand, excuse me, being able to balance your friendships and your relationships. I think that is important. I I mean, because Ashley is a girl, I'll try to like join them. So when I, we were going to Rolling Loud, since like Ashley's a best friend of mine too, I'm like, okay, do you want to go to Rolling Loud? If she don't want to go to Rolling Loud, I'll still go with Brianna. But if she wants to go, she'll, you know, I'll tell Ashley to come on. But it's, we don't do like the lovey-dovey stuff in front of people. But anyways, understanding the balance, like, I guess because she's a girl, I do bring her along because it's like girls time. But if I'm having a girls night, I don't bring Ashley along. You get what I'm saying? Anyways, just understanding the balance between you know your friend group and your partner so if you with uh yeah I'm trying to think what I and that's the reason I don't like to bring Ashley everywhere because if my friends was bringing their niggas around everywhere I'll be like that's just weird like why are we hanging out with your nigga all the time but to be 100% honest I really ain't tripping as long as y'all ain't doing the lovey-dovey shit that's me like, I think it is important to have balance. Like, be able, first of all, be able to hang out with your friends. Like, that's crazy if your nigga don't let you hang out with your friends. If your nigga don't let you hang out with your friends, that's weird. And if you going for it, that's weird. If your nigga don't let you do anything, how the fuck are you going to let somebody tell you you can't do something? I ain't never been the kind of person that can fuck with somebody that tell me they can't, I can't do something. Like, I could do whatever the hell I want to do. You do what you want to do. You worry about whatever the fuck it is that you got going on, but you don't tell me what I can and what I can't do. So I will never understand somebody that let their nigga tell them you can wear this, you can do this, you can't do this, you can't hang out with them. No, that don't fly with me. I will never rock for that. The camera stop, y'all. I be forgetting that it's a 30 minute, I got a 30 minute recording limit. But anyways, I will never, all I'm saying is have some balance between your friends and your niggas. And if you always choosing your nigga over your friends, don't be confused when your friends ain't fucking with you when the nigga break. I get it. Don't be confused when your friends ain't fucking with it. But for me personally, I ain't going to really trip too much. I feel like I just talked in circles. But I ain't going to trip too much if you always with your nigga. But if y'all always doing lovey-dovey shit in front of my face, I'll be like, all right, can y'all not, like, come around all the time? Y'all might as well go be by yourself. But I get it. As a couple, just go be with your nigga. Like, you know, I'm very, like, very indifferent about it. I ain't never been in a situation where the nigga's around 24. Actually, I definitely have been in a situation where the nigga was around all the time. And I was like, I don't know why we hanging out with the nigga. I would get tired of hanging out with the nigga. Like, the nigga is not my friend. But, like I said, Ashley would be around, so. It's just like, because Ashley's a girl. I'm like, girl, girl, girl. Like, girls can talk about girl shit. The guy is there. You got to limit what you say, because, like, the guy don't know about the shit we'll be talking about behind the scenes. But that's the double standard I got. I hope nobody minds when Ashley's around. But I don't think so because we don't really do the lovey-dovey shit. All right. Hopefully I said something in that whole talk. We're going to do... I feel, I'm feel i like, should we do one more? I think we'll just leave these. And let's do, let's do an advice column submission because I started off talking about like the whole sex thing, so that counts as a topic. And then we got this shit. I feel like I really did talk around in like fucking circles today. Hopefully y'all got something for me in that. Let me tell you this. One thing about podcasting by myself is, first of all, my brain moves a lot faster than my mouth. So my brain is going and I'm trying to say everything that my brain is saying. 
And then by the time I didn't say everything, I didn't even get the chance to really hear what I said as I was talking. So that's why I'm always like, I don't know if this is a good episode or not, because I didn't really get the chance to listen to myself while I was talking. I don't get to hear them until it's over. And I don't re-record these episodes. I try not to. So whatever came out of my mouth came out of my mouth. But that's the that's the benefit of practice. You practice, you get better. Okay. So we're gonna get into today's advice column submission. And of course, it's a Reddit. Today's advice column submission reads, Dear Constance, smelly coworker. Hey there. So to get straight into it, I have a coworker that smells like BO really bad. He bathes maybe once a week, but he has also gone almost a month. This winter hasn't been bad, but summer is right around the corner and last summer was awful. I've already asked my boss to address it. Apparently a lot of people have, and he said he would move him to the corner to be alone. That lasted a day. Now he's back. I cannot handle the smell anymore. I don't know what to do. Does anyone have any advice? That is so funny. First of all, how the fuck you know he don't shower? Some people just sweat really badly. I'm trying to think what I would do in a situation if someone stank. If someone stank, I think I would ask to move to the corner. Like, if, if you ain't going to talk, if the boss ain't going to talk to them, I would just be like, let me relocate because I can't do the smell. Or let me work from home because I can't do the smell. That's what I would do. I would not go tell someone that they stink. I definitely would not. Unless I talk to them often. If I talk to them often, I would let them know, like, hey, you know, I noticed uh, a B.O. smell. And I understand, like, you know, B.O. something that we can't avoid all the time. But I wanted to suggest this deodorant or whatever. Did you need deodorant? I got you. If y'all talk, like, if y'all are close in the workplace, I would say something along the lines of that. But if y'all don't talk, I would ask to be moved to the far corner so that I don't got to smell them. Yeah, that's what the fuck I would do. Cause I don't. I have worked with smelly coworkers, but I don't say shit, nigga. You stink. You stink. I just gotta make it through them eight hours and hope that. Not even hope that. I just gotta make it through them eight hours. That's it. I ain't telling nobody they stink at work. That's not my place. Um. Yeah, I would definitely just ask to be relocated. So I hope that helps. If y'all have advice for what they should do, leave that down below in the comment section. I'd love to see how y'all would deal with a stinky coworker. We got three. Let's get deep cards. I think I'm just gonna read two. Uh, we're going to do one deeper, one ice icebreaker, just because I don't want today's episode to be too long. Okay, the deep, let's just start with the icebreaker. The icebreaker is, do you prefer the beach or mountains? I prefer the beach. I don't know why it took so long to answer that. I prefer the beach. I don't, like, I don't get the point of mountains. I don't hike. I don't get the point of hiking. I don't see myself ever hiking. The beach is cool. The deeper is... Where is the one place you want to go before you die and why? Y'all know there's an island called, I think it's the Constance Mufishi Island. Let me look it up. It's in the Maldives. Constance Mu. Yeah. Constance Mufishi. Oh, no. Okay. Constance Mufishi is the hotel. It's in the Maldives. I want to go there for obvious reasons. Constance, Constance. And it's really beautiful. I mean, I think everyone knows what the Maldives look like. So that is where I want to go. And I simply want to go just because Constance. Like, how dope is it for Constance to be in Constance, Mufishi, Maldives? You get me? Um, why they be saying deeper? And it's like, that won't even a deep question. I guess they hoped for a deeper answer than that. But that's where the fuck I want to go. Okay. We'll save the last card that I had picked out for tomorrow's episode. We're going to end today's episode. 
if you guys need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. I got to remember to say that after I read the advice column submission. But if you need advice, give me a call, okay? 240-587-3186. You can also click the link down below in the description box or the link in my Instagram bio. That will direct you to the advice column and there you can leave a written submission. If you leave a voicemail, all voicemails will be played here. All submissions will be addressed here on this podcast, right? And then I'll answer them in the next podcast episode. Please leave today's episode a review and a rating if you loved it. Like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Download and subscribe to Constance the Podcast if you listen on podcast streaming platforms. Again, leave me a review and a rating. Follow me on Instagram at Constance Pod. Follow me on TikTok at Constance Pod. Follow my personal page on TikTok and Instagram at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. And of course, y'all remember, subscribe to Black Mocha on YouTube at Black Mocha. I guess it doesn't really have the app, but Black Mocha on YouTube. B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. I'm Black Mocha on everything. Look me up on Pinterest. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter everywhere. Follow me, find me. You will find me. Um, what else? Screenshot this, post on your Instagram story, tag me at Constance Potted. Let me know you made it this far. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for everything. This is a visual podcast, so do not forget you can watch me on YouTube by searching Constance Podcast, or you can listen to me on podcast streaming platforms. Listen to me on the go. Just search for Constance Podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you will find me. It's actually called Constance. I just add the podcast part. Just I don't even know why I add the Constance part. I really should just be saying. You guys are not watching Constance. Um, okay, anyways, thank you guys so much. <laughs> I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to have, I'm thinking about making some salmon. I'm thinking about salmon, sweet potato, and some lemon butter broccoli. That's what's on my mind right now. I will see you guys in tomorrow's episode. Peace. 240-587-3186. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186.